All right, good morning and welcome once again. And uh, we're going to be picking up where we left off last week. And uh, if you missed it, and we were talking about the, the armor of God. And uh, Wax X, that's been a, a theme for us for quite a while now and why it's important. And uh, we touched last week on how we get so involved with things, stuff. And... Um, we uh, talked about First Timothy 6 and 10, about the love of money and why that's important because of what money represents and what we can do with it is buy stuff. And then towards the end of the lesson, we started talking about music a little bit. And uh, I guess you could say maybe last week's episode was for the, uh, the little bit older crowd and uh, today's episode is going to be for, for the younger crowd. You know, we've got to give a chance for everybody to have a little part and a little bit of focus sometimes, but we, this is something we all can get something out of, and uh, hopefully it's a topic that'll be engaging for many of us, because uh, we're talking about our, our example today that brings the Word of God into today's world is, is music, and you know, we talked about last week that music is something that's been around for a long, long time. It's been the the subject of how we told stories. You know, even many of our children's nursery rhymes, they're based in some kind of point in history. They're, they're telling a story of something that happened. Our songs tell stories. Um, and it's music's everywhere. We, you know, we walk into the, to the store and it's playing over the speakers. We're in an elevator, it's playing some kind of music. We're on hold, they're playing music. Our entertainment center in our car. And since uh, automobiles started becoming very popular, they started putting some kind of music play in there, or an AM radio, an FM radio. And we've been evolving over the time. You know, we've had our, our, our broadcast. We have our, our eight tracks, our records. Then we moved on to cassettes. We moved on to records. We moved on to uh, CDs. And now we're in the, the digital age. And it seems like this one thing that's constantly a constant in our life is, is music. And how does that play into our lives? Because Satan will use any means necessary to get his mission accomplished, which is to deface God, which is to make us not trust in the word, to turn us away from him, to push his agenda. He'll use any method he can. And if he can use something that seems to be easy, seems to be normal, he wants to normalize things. He wants to normalize things of this world that is not of God. And then we have little cracks of our armor. I've said many times that we need to use the word of God as a filter as we bring things in, as we absorb stuff. Does it line up with the Word of God? And we're going to look at some examples of that today. First, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to get into your Word today, Father. We ask you to open our hearts and minds to receive it. And Lord, we just ask you to take myself out of the way, Father, and just let your true message shine through. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. And uh, we're going to be working with the same text that we were last week, which is Ephesians 6. Uh, 10 and 20 and last week we uh, read that in its entirety and uh, so we're not going to do that again today which keep in mind that's where we're working from 
And uh, I asked each and every one of you to go back and take a look at that and read, read through that text again. Make yourself familiar with it. You know, all these things, we should be keep revisiting these things. We should keep going back and looking and, uh, and learning. We should... Uh, this is just not a one and done thing. These, we need to keep revisiting the Word of God. We need to keep going and moving forward. We need to, because there's so much that we can get from it. It's just not a, a one lesson. It's many lessons. As we evolve as students of Christ, we can keep applying more and more things to it. So uh, we've talked about in the past that how if we keep hearing the same things over and over again, you know, we kind of start believing that to be true. That we accept that as being normal. We accept that as being the way things are. And a lot of times we have no real basis from it. A lot of times we will stand and argue a point based on something that we have in the back of our minds and don't really know where that thought or idea came from. And the fact is, is that it's, it's been heard. We've heard it many times. So because it sounds natural, it sounds familiar to us, we present that as being such. That's why many things are believed to be in the Word of God that are not. And simply because we've seen it before, it looks formatted properly to be a, a scripture, so we believe it to be so. And there's many, many things that are simply not there that believe to be. Now, I'm a, I'm a music fan. I like to listen to music, and it's not just one particular type. Um, just because I'm a pastor, I don't take in simply listen just all old-timey hymns or contemporary Christian. I, I listen to a, a wide variety of music because it's, it's powerful. Music is something that it can change the way we feel. And, uh, you know, if here's an example of that. If you're going to go work out, you don't put on something slow. You put on something fast and upbeat. Because it's, scientifically, it raises your awareness. Your, your heart rate uh, increases just a little bit. You're amped up just a little bit. So we want that amped up feeling to be able to, to run that mile, to ride that bike, to lift those weights. We want to be to amped up. We need that. If we're, we're doing something that requires some focus, we want to be put on something that's slower that's smooth, that's kind of just in the background, just kind of keeping us aware, but not really drawing our attention. And then, you know, we've all had those moments when you're feeling kind of down, so you want to put on a playlist that matches those feelings. So you put on some, some sad music. When we're, uh, they have all kinds of different playlists that people's already made up for you for you can just go and you can just select your mood and you, whatever your mood might be if you want something easy listening if you want something upbeat if you're going through a breakup there's a breakup playlist there's all these different kind of things and people flock to these things because the music makes you feel a certain way and i think we've all experienced that in some form or another have we ever heard a sad song 
something that touched you in a very special way and you had a lone tear roll down your cheek? Have you heard something that aligns with your beliefs and it, it makes you amped up, it makes you feel a certain way? We've all experienced this in one way or another. That's the power of music. And you know that God talks about music in his word. He tells us that we are to, to praise him in song. He tells us we are to make joyful noises. So this is a, a gift from God to be able to do these things, to have this. And there are so many talented people in the world that can, that can sing, that can play instruments, that can do all these things to bring us this music. And that's a blessing. But you know that not everything is as it is at, at face value. There's been both old-timey and contemporary Christian groups that have came forward and revealed that I am not a believer. That they do what they do for the fame, for the money, you know, the things that drive us as people. So we can't, you know, group everything together, but we need to be aware that even though that something comes under the instruction of being from God doesn't necessarily mean that that is the case. That's why we have to filter everything. We can't just simply turn to a Christian channel and believe that everything that we hear is going to be positive, is going to be from God and of God and inspired by God. Because we always have this thing that we're dealing with called man that we have to filter out. That we have to see if this is a man of God or if this is just a self-serving man. And then, by result, serving Satan. We uh, have a, a generation now. The, uh, I guess it's the Gen Zs that we call it. You know, they're at high school age and college age now and just coming up. And they... Uh, have a different outlook on the world. Just not long ago, they were, were protesting. They was putting around a, a sign-up sheet saying that we need to abolish the Constitution. That we need to rewrite it. Because they say that it doesn't fit in today's world. And then... These same group, they also, they don't like the Word of God. They simply don't like the Word of God because they don't like the way it addresses them. They don't like the way that it makes them feel. They don't like what it says. It hurts their feelings. And it's very elementary things that's bothering them so much. The word, amen. Not taken from what God hasn't intended. Not for it is done, it is finished. But because of the way it's spelled. They believe that they're 
no equality in it. They want to change it to amen and women. Nothing to do with what God intended, but what it is is to drive what makes them feel good. They want to abolish anything that has any kind of difference between men and women. God has put everything here for a reason. God has made man and woman different for a reason. And just because it doesn't fit your lifestyle... See, a lifestyle is something that can be changed, that is constantly changing, that is adapted around what makes you feel good. See, the Word of God is not about lifestyles. It's about a life. It's about everlasting life. It's about a family. It's about God. So before I get too far off subject there, you know, I was just, you know, wondering... Why? Other than the fact that we are failing and not teaching well, it's, well, what is it that keeps driving these points where they're so strong? You know, we see now that we're having internal conflicts in families. And it's due to things like, like vaccinations. We're having kids that are, are rebelling against their, their families because they don't agree eye to eye on these topics anymore and they're they're sneaking out and they're they're just doing these things even though they're not at risk they're not in danger but they want to be part of this system that keeps telling them this is what you need to do And, and where is this coming from and then i was pondering on this one day and you know we we silently talked to god and the radio is playing in the background and then things start to materialize. The things that's that's playing and what we're hearing, and it starts to make sense. You know, you can go to any genre of music and you'll see certain themes. And nowadays we have these channels where the the popular music, it's Swaps over, so we get all the all the hits, and we hear the most popular songs all in one place from all these different kind of genres. And the more popular a song is, the more we hear it. Not only on the radio, but we hear it in the background of commercials. We use have people use it as they make their own videos and stuff. Now, it's just it becomes everywhere, and. Not long ago, there was a, a song called Rockstar. And it's from the, the hip-hop genre. And we hear a lot of talk of, of violence. That how the, uh, the singer, he refers to himself as the Baby. And uh, I always found that kind of humorous, that they want to have this persona of being big and strong. And, and, and where's the longevity in that? You know, we see old Willie Nelson. He's getting on up there in years. 
and uh, he's getting pretty old and gray. But you know, the, the name Willie kind of sticks with him. It still works. It works with him whenever he was in his 20s, and it's going to work with him whenever he's in his 80s and 90s, as long as he can still get up on that stage. But you know, uh, it's going to be awful funny to have any kind of longevity, and you're doing well to get around, and you're all gray, and they're going to call you a little baby. It just doesn't make much sense. But back on topic again, it talks about how, how he, he, carries, he carries a gun and that he'll do whatever deem necessary if you, you cross him, if you cross his family, if you do any of these things. He will resort to violence. And if the gun he carries isn't big enough, there's no problem. He'll go back and he'll get a bigger one. Well, you know, this is just, just one one thing there's a theme of violence then also we talked about last week in our commercial we talked about commercialism and how we need to have all these things you know not only do you have to be violent but you have to have to have all this stuff and that makes you who you are that makes you great to have the, the fancy cars and the gold and, and the big houses and that no one's going to take it from you otherwise you're going to resort to violence. But it doesn't stop there. We can switch over to gold tried and true country. And no matter if we're talking about a, a light-hearted song or we're talking about a, a deep track where we've there was loss and pain there is a subject matter that we see across all these it's going to pop up nine out of ten times and that is the consumption of alcohol that we have to have a, a cold one in the cup holder that there's a tear in my beer that i'm drinking my pain away that we have to move to this product to make us feel better. That's how we fit in. That we have to pull up and, and pop a keg. That we have to have the stuff in the ice chest in the back of the truck. We already talked about the contemporary Christian a little bit. And many of that time, it just simply doesn't align with God. Or we're getting a feeling, but we're not getting how we get there. We're not getting the instruction. We hear God is so good, but why is he so good? We need to know these things. These are the things that, that we need to know about and then there's a a new person on the scene and they've got now I think five hit songs on the radio and it's one of these Disney girls that's branched out and moved over into the, the music industry and uh it's been being called one of the greatest artists ever of, of Gen Z. 
You know, uh, we've expressed on this before in the past, but, you know, a lot of times these celebrities, actresses, singers, whatever the case may be, they get such a, a following, it's almost a cult following. And these super fans, they have to know every detail. They research and analyze every lyric, and they try to just put every single piece together of this person's life, and they want to be just like them and act just like them and just absorb everything they have. And these, these songs have been just all over the place. You, you can't escape it no matter where you're at. They're, like I said, you know, music's everywhere, and it's being fed into you. And then, you know, at first, first listen... You know, it's a nice, upbeat song. You know, you want to tap your toe. You want to, you know, it's, uh, it's the kind of stuff that you want to listen to. You gotta, you know, like I said, it's got a good upbeat. You know, it makes you feel good. But then if you listen to the lyrics. That's, that's what got me. And, uh, you know, uh, Taylor Swift, she's made a, a career out of destroying the people that She's been in past relationships with. Almost everything she does is an homage to a, a broken relationship. So it, anytime a, a, a model works, people want to follow in their footsteps. And uh, that's what this girl's doing. One of her, I'm not going to break it down song by song, just in, in general. But one of them, it talks about, now she's just, she's just a teenager. She just turned 18. So there's not a lot of life experience there. You know, as an artist, most of the time we, uh, even, you know, as a pastor, we, we talk about our own life experiences because that's what we know the most. So an artist, a singer, will oftentimes fall back on those things. And, you know, and, and that's great. And you only have so much to work with. But the first song is, talks about the brutality of being a teenager. You know, I look back and, you know, there was, was, was good times because we didn't have all the stress of being an adult. There's not relationships to maintain. There's not children to raise. There's not mortgages to pay. There's not jobs to have to contend with. We just get to be. You know, there wasn't all the, the technology and different things and stuff now that they have today. But that seems like it's consumed so much of today's youth. And she goes on to talk about how, how she just wants to disappear and just how horrible her life is, even though she's got this great career and all these fans and wealth, but because people don't like her. You know, it's probably not very politically correct and it's probably going to be deemed insensitive. I've never really understood cyberbullying. You know, I understand the big kid on the playground that wants to give you a wedgie or, or push you around. That I understand. I see the danger there. But when we let mean words bother us so much, when we simply can just flip off the screen, when we can simply unsubscribe, when can we simply delete the account, we allow these things to 
to take place. And this girl, she must have had a, a horrible, horrible breakup because that is the subject matter for the rest of everything else that she has out. She uh, talks about getting a driver's license. Well, there's a, a teenager thing to do. And kind of rare today. But she uses her newfound freedom to go driving past her boyfriend's house to see what he's up to, to see what he's doing. And then as the other songs go forward, she is distraught that he's moved on, that he's happy, that he's successful, that he was able to get a new job, that he was able to buy a new car, that he's doing well, that he's happy. She wanted him to be crushed. That he is some kind of mentally deficient because he's able to be happy. And then she goes on and talks about all the things now that he does with his new girlfriend that they used to do. But what really got me is, you know, I can understand to a point that that could be hurtful. You seeing someone doing things that you used to enjoy together with this person that you had deep feelings for. But everything that she says is what I did for you. It's the places that I found for us to go. It's the jokes I told to you. It's the games that I told us to play. It's the things that I told us to try. You know, as you start putting all the pieces of the puzzle together, I can understand why the guy left. I can understand what the root of this problem was here. So, we, and especially the people that are going through a similar situation, that are of this age, that are looking up to this person, they're hearing these things. And what are they hearing? They're hearing that I'm great because I did all these things that without me, you're nothing. But you know, God tells us that we are to be giving as well as receiving, that a relationship is half and half. We don't see that there. Because why? Satan wants to take away what God says. We are supposed to be for our fellow man, our brothers and sisters. We want to see them succeed. But we see ill will towards others. Because they have been proceedingly 
wrong. There's another song, and she goes into detail to say that you never did nothing wrong. You didn't cheat. You didn't do nothing like that. But yet, you're still a traitor because you didn't meet my expectations. You didn't become the person that I wanted you to be. She has another line where she talks about how I found you a therapist and how that was so good and now you can use that. It was supposed to have been for me, but yet you're not going to be able to use that for your new relationship. My first thought was like, what happens? What, what, what have you been through that will require such a thing? You know, today we, we, we hear all this like that's just, just normal, but you know, it's used to be that was just dealing with life. But there again, we see, we see the selfishness. We see unreasonable expectations. And then when someone doesn't live up to your expectations, we shut them down. This is just one example. I can pick from tons of other. This is just what's fresh on my mind because it's current right now. And I'm sure the, without even saying her name, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about if you're familiar with, with any of this. But the, the point is, is that we have all of this stuff coming at us. And it's presented in a catchy, upbeat song. But the message, the lyrics, what we're taking in subconsciously, it's not good. It's not good. We're hearing it. It's going into our minds. And it's, it's building up. And it's, it's so, the following is so strong. Our be, uh, beloved president even had this person come out to the White House so they could reach out to the younger generation and tell them all the things that they should be doing. It's, look at me, follow my example. But yet, if we look a little bit below the surface, is that the kind of example we need to be following? You know, they'll tell you these things were, were written from the heart. That it was made a certain way. So if these are the conditions of the heart. You know, the word says that the fruit will show from what's on the heart. And it doesn't matter how it's gift wrapped. You know, you can have a nice fruit basket. On the outside, it's wrapped up in pretty paper and bows and ribbons. But if you open it up and the fruit's all rotten, it doesn't matter what's on the outside. And it's, it's hard because a lot of times we really like this stuff because it's, it's pleasing to the ear. And we, we fall in love with the persona 
that people put out, whether they be an actor, a celebrity, a singer. And we have a hard time separating that from reality. And used to be, we didn't have to make these decisions, you know, because we never got to see the behind the scenes. There was no, no internet. There was no social media. We didn't see people pushing, using their celebrity to make political statements to try to sway people a certain way. You know, back in the, in the black and white days, we never knew what happened with uh, I Love Lucy, with the Brady Bunch kids, because we only saw what happened one time a week on TV. We only saw the characters. But now, we have the art and we have the person. And the person is influencing the art. We're starting to see now that we're, there's no longer a character, there's no longer a persona. There's the person and the agenda. And when we know these truths, then what do we do with that? Should we continue just to carry on because we're a fan? But we know what that's doing to us. We know that we're still embedding ourselves with stuff that doesn't belong. And we can say, well, if we know, then we can separate it. We can just enjoy it for what it is. But can we? I mean, can we keep taking that sip of poison each and every day? Or is it going to build up? Are we going to build up a, an abundance of it? I'm not down on music. I'm not down on anything, really. I'm just trying to point out that we need to be mindful. God tells us to put on the whole armor from head to toe. Talked about it last week, from head to toe. There's a piece for every part of the body to protect us. And is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk? You know, uh, if you're really thirsty and you found a, a bottle of water on the ground that's half been half gone, is it worth the risk to drink from that bottle? We don't know. Is that really water? Who else has been drinking out of it? What else is in it? Of course, yeah, it's going to quench our thirst at that moment. It's going to make us feel better at that moment. But is it really worth the risk? 
Last week I asked you to start using your filters and looking how the world presents things to us. Did you do it? Have you seen any change? Let's keep working with it and let's try again this week coming up. Not saying that we have to make any drastic changes. Just be vigilant. Just pay attention to what's going on. Stop dismissing every little thing as being normal. And let's see what God has to say about things. Let's see if we can find God's message in things. And what God has for us.